If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Full-time fantasy. Full-time fantasy. All right, it's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. Adam Ronas, Howie Kendrick with a grand salami. Dodgers, bye-bye. Yeah, I said it all along, all year. This, the one team that from the Dodgers I don't want to see is the Nationals, and they showed why. You know, this was a team that was 19-31, and 31, and people were burying them. And I said, I'm not giving up. There were people who wanted them to trade Scherzer at one point. It's a long season. They're a talented team, and they put on a great performance. I know everyone is talking about the Dodgers today. This kind of sucks. It happens in sports a lot. It happened Monday night. Monday night, the 49ers went out there and proved they're a legitimate team. We still don't know how good they are, but I think people are looking at the litmus test. What was the story after the game? All Cleveland Browns. Last night, the Nationals went out and played a hell of a game. They came through. They were clutch. I tweeted this out. No one has taught. I haven't seen anyone say anything. Steven Strasburg deserves a lot of credit. He was on the ropes on that game. He yeah, gave he up hung in. He, he, hung he in. gave up a home run in the first inning, a home run in the second, and in an elimination game like that, you're kind of quick to pull your guy. You cannot right. fall behind like the Braves did yesterday. Um, but, <sighs> but he hung in there and gave them six innings. That's what an ace does. I have said that continuously. And that's, about, good, that's good coaching, too, letting, letting this guy stay in there. I think that's good managing, too. Well, it's knowing your players and also, you know. No, but how many teams would have pulled him out? 80% of guys would have pulled him. Well, if he had given up another run, he probably would have been pulled. But I think when you have a guy that has produced to the level he has, you just have to be a little bit more patient. And it's very difficult to do in an elimination game because you do not want it to get away from you. So 
he did a really good job there, and that's what aces do. I've said it all the time about Jacob DeGrom. There's plenty of times I've seen the first inning. He does not have it. What does he do? He finds a way to gut it out and get your team through six innings. Strasburg did that. He kept them in the game because the Dodgers didn't do anything offensively. You know, I know everyone's talking about Dave Roberts and the bad moves he made, which is absolutely true. But at the same time, you know, the Dodgers could not tack on. They did not score after the second inning. And for a potent lineup that led to a team to 106 wins, it was a disappointment. But there were a lot of things that happened there, in that game. Is there game. a bigger disappointment than Clayton Kershaw? I think Dave Roberts failed him. Uh, Dave Ro- he brought him in to get out Adam Eaton to end the inning. And I think you should have taken him out there. It shows a lack of confidence in that bullpen. I mean, they didn't. They turned to Kenley Jansen after the game is oh. over. Why didn't you bring Kenta Maeda in to start the eighth? So... Kershaw's job was to get out the lefty in a big spot. He did, and he should have taken him out of the game. And I feel bad for Clayton Kershaw. Everyone is crushing him today. He stood up there. He answered every question. He took the blame. He said, I know everyone's going to talk about the playoffs, and I can't dispute it. That is a stand-up guy. There's a lot of guys who would duck the media who wouldn't even talk. He was there. He answered every question. In fact, he was walking away. Someone asked him a question. He came back and answered it. So I feel bad for the guy. I mean, the guy has not come through in big spots. And I think Dave Roberts just was uh, awful last night. I mean, and then you leave Joe Kelly in for a second inning. I mean, Joe Kelly's not that good. Does Dave Roberts get fired? I don't know if he will, but I mean, this. the other thing that sucks, though, because everyone's like, oh, Dodgers suck. They won 106 games. The way baseball is set up now it's really difficult. That's why you don't see anyone repeat anymore. And I know it's frustrating for the Dodgers because they haven't won a World Series and they've had one of the better teams in baseball. And now another year that they're not going to win after a great regular season. But we're dwindling this down to a five-game sample. They went two and three in five games. And now they're a failure. And that's the way people look at things in sports. But aren't, weren't the Patriots a failure when they were 17-0 and when they lost the Giants? Failure. Again, it's one game where you got I a bad know, matchup. I know, but it's a, it's a fail. I, I, I'm not saying it's a failure. I'm saying people think it's a failure. No, they do. I mean, everything is black and white. Oh, yeah. you, you know, oh wow, they won 106. They didn't win a World Series. Fail. Oh, they suck. Dan you know? Marino, fail, never won a Super Bowl. I mean, we do that all the time. Well, and I think it's wrong a lot of the time. I, I mean, know. look, it was, a terrible, it, was, it was a terrible loss for the Dodgers. They had, for me, they were either... World Series or bust. Would you rather lose the way the Dodgers lost or the way the Braves lost? Oh, boy. I guess the Braves. Get it over with. It's embarrassing, though, to lose at home. But, hey, at least it's over. 15 to it's stress- <laughs> Dude, it's stress-free. If you're a fan, you're just sitting there like, all right, it's over. Uh, yeah. Turn the channel. Whereas with the Dodgers, it was heartbreaking because you had the lead and you couldn't close it out. But I've said, again, the Nationals were a dangerous team, man. I don't know why people buried them. They are good. And even in the eighth inning... The pitch that Kershaw threw to Rendon was not a bad pitch. It was at his ankles. Rendon took it over the wall. Rendon's a good player. Rendon is one of the probably underrated players in baseball. Fantasy players know about him. And even up until this year, they kind of underrated him. And he's already turned out a big contract. And Juan Soto, I mean, how many many more big hits? You know, I tweeted last week. For those that don't follow baseball, they're kind of realizing how good Soto is. He's 20 years old. He's not afraid of the big spot. And look, Kershaw doesn't have the same stuff. And... They knew he was coming into this game, and it's an 89 fastball inside. The pitch to Soto was terrible. The Rendon pitch I didn't think was that bad, but Dave Roberts should have taken him out. He, he came in, got the lefty out, eaten, got them out of the inning, turned it over to Maeda. So now you got one more, Ronas. The Rays and Astros, 
This should be a good one. I mean, really, you can't ask for more than, than, than these two series. Can yeah, I mean, boy, oh. can you imagine if the Astros get eliminated today? And you have oh. the Astros and Dodgers oh. go home. Oh. It, that just goes to show you. And that's why, like, as a Mets fan, I just wanted to see them get in because when you have the pitching the Mets have, the, the Nationals were basically the Mets. If you look at it, it's it, they were essentially the same thing. They just they both got off to poor starts, and the Mets just didn't have enough time to dig out of their hole. The Nationals did. But that's why, as a Mets fan, you're like, hey, just get in. You could be dangerous. With DeGrom, Syndergaard, Wheeler, it, the Nationals don't have a great bullpen. Mets didn't either. Uh, so it just goes to show you, you just need to get in the playoffs. And I, the worst thing for the Dodgers was Nationals getting in because I don't think the Dodgers lose to anyone else in the National League. The Nationals were a terrible matchup. Like both of the top teams in baseball got the worst draw in the first round. The worst round. matchup. Terrible. All right, by the way, just a little news. I don't know if you saw this. Boxer Errol Spence Jr. has been seriously injured in a car crash where the car flipped multiple times and ejected the driver in downtown Dallas. That's not good. Yeah, no, I, I saw that. Yeah, I mean, how do you not be wearing a seatbelt? How, how fast was he going? Do we know that? This guy's pound for pound. He's probably one of the top five, five, five fighters in the world. That's terrible news, dude. Yeah, it is. I didn't see the, all the details of uh, exactly what occurred. Mm. All right. Well, that's, a, that's our baseball talk. Maybe a little bit more tomorrow. Looking forward to that. Give me a prediction of today's game. Does Cole shut him out? Yeah, I got to go with the Astros, man. With Garrett Cole on the mound, the way he's pitched this year, it's, it's hard to go against them. Could you imagine if he loses or if he wins and he pitches great? Does that add another $50 million to his contract? Oh, uh, he's getting paid regardless. He could get bombed in the first inning. He's getting paid. <laughs> so he's getting $300 million whether he lets, lets, strikes out 10 or strikes out zero. Is yeah, that what you're he, saying? He's getting a big payday. Oh, my God. All right. Talking fantasy football. We return right after this. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we are back. Ronis, have you ever heard of a bull market fantasy? Yes, I've heard of it. You want to tell people out there what it is and who was on today? Because we had some big stars on today. Yeah, it's uh, with Jim Cramer, Bill Enright, and they had on Hall of Famer Eric Dickerson and Chris Long today. Yeah, that's a pretty good day. So Bill Enright does, is up there, and then he and Kramer talk to the famous people. And getting Dickerson, Dick, I think Dickerson and Kramer went and did a little challenge there today, didn't they? I did not see it yet. I, you can always check it out anytime you want. I did not see it live, so I will check it out uh, after the show. Yeah, check it out, guys. Bull Market Fantasy. And if you can follow them on Twitter, follow them at Bull Market Fantasy. You know, Kramer Kramer loves his Eagles, Ronis. What do you think of his Eagles this weekend? Uh, I think they're a good team. They're the one team uh, as a Cowboy fan coming into here that I was worried about in the division. Uh, I think they it's going to be a tough game this week, but uh, I think they have a shot to win for sure. All right, let's take a look. I, I just worry about one thing on the getting back to the Eagles. Can they run on the Vikings? Uh, they probably will not. I think this will have to be more of a passing game. This but do, do you like Jeffrey against Rhodes? Or do you think Rhodes shuts him down? I think, I think Jeffrey's fine. I mean, I don't love him. Like, I'm not looking at him in DFS. Uh, I actually do not have him in any seasonal leagues either. I don't have him in one league, not one league. Yeah, same here. He's just not a guy I go after. I mean, I guess if he's there in round seven, I take him. I just don't ever go after him. I might have him in a best ball that I haven't checked any of them since the start of the season. Uh, but, uh, no, I definitely don't have him in any of my redraft leagues. I mean, he's okay. He's like a wide receiver three, you know? Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, if he's my wide receiver three, you can win that. Devontae Adams didn't practice on Thursday. You think he plays? And the problem is you got to wait till Monday night to find out. I know. And I'm going to have to make that decision in two leagues, and I'm dreading it. So... Uh, I don't think this is a decision you can make until Sunday morning. Remember, it's Monday night, so this is essentially Wednesday for them, Wednesday practice. So I think tomorrow and Saturday will be key. I mean, it sounded like he was trending in the right direction, but uh, not being out there today, not good. But really, tomorrow and Saturday will be key for him. Um, I say he doesn't play. That would suck. That's my guess. But I, I could be very wrong. I'm not, not, I wouldn't bet on it. I just have a feeling. But you know what? Tomorrow's the big day there. All right. For the Ravens, 
Mark Andrews practiced, but Marquise Brown did not. Would you? But, uh, you know, I think when we start looking at practice notes on Wednesday and Thursday, there are a lot of mistakes to be made. Oh, he's not practicing. As long as he practices tomorrow, I'm fine. Yeah, again, I think people get worried. I mean, what you need to do is just come up with a contingency plan. You know, you start to think, oh, well, I had Marquise Brown in my lineup. There's a possibility he doesn't play. Am I covered? That's the way I look at it. And, you know, that's what the waiver wire is for. And, you know, in leagues where you have two a week, like the FFWC, you got tomorrow night. So if you didn't expect him to possibly be out when you ran your waivers yesterday, you might have to go and come up with someone off the waiver wire. Good luck, though, because there's nothing out there. All right, some tight end news. Firstly, TJ Hawkinson, a full go on Thursday. I think he's 100% playing. Yeah, he just needs to be cleared, and it sounds like he will. So the fact that he's back practicing to me is a good sign. So I'd expect him to go. That is also a Monday night game, which is a little dicey. But uh, I think we probably will get word before Sunday's kickoff that he's cleared and good to go. All right, I don't know if you saw this report. Buccaneers offensive coordinator Byron Leftwich says O.J. Howard's time is coming. What does that even mean? All he needed to do was see him catch a baseball, and he caught that foul ball at the Tampa Bay Rays game, and I think that's pretty much what did it. He said, you know what? Maybe this guy can catch. we got to get him involved in the offense. There's some great tweets about that. Oh, that was his best catch of the season, his only catch of the season. Yeah, I I said, does this count for fantasy? Because I could use it. Uh, yeah, I guess I got lucky because I, I did like O.J. Howard coming in the year, and I only got him in one league. Uh, that team is a disaster, so I guess it's just par for the course on that one. Look, the guy is talented. The people who are bashing him and, and don't want to start him, it's not talent. I mean, he showed over the first couple of years it's that they're just not using him enough. I'm a little concerned just because they have injuries on the offensive line. They're going to be without two of their guys this week, so will they ask Howard to block more? So yes. That's what I'm worried about. Although it looks like uh, his his blocking hasn't been great this year either. He probably doesn't want to. He's probably frustrated, man. He, he wants the football, and he's probably not into it. What, what would you be if you thought you were going out on pass patterns? They go, you stay in and block. You're like, oh, really? Yeah, man. I'd be pissed off too. It's like you're the guy who's hiking the ball, or the guy who's rushing. Remember when you used to play touch, you know, football in the in the sandlot, and you'd be the guy rushing. Did you like that, or did you like covering? Nah, I like to cover. Yeah, exactly. You want to be out there. Uh, I got a guy for you, Ronis. Do you need a receiver in any league? I need running backs across the board. But, uh, yeah, there might be one league where I need a receiver. That's like my position of strength in every league. Take a look at Rashard Higgins. He's back this week. He's full participation at Thursday's practice. But I think he is going to go call me crazy. I think he is, and this is a big reach, by the way. He's the Cooper Cup of the Browns. I wouldn't say that, uh, but I. But do you got my thought. You yeah, got my thought. He's I, I there. Do, He's I open. Do, I do think they need another receiver. I mean, it really comes down to protection. They can't even get the football to Odell Beckham. So no, but Antonio Callaway stinks uh, epically. Oh, I know. And I think this guy, this guy can catch. And the beauty of Cooper Cup is that he's always where Goff needs him to be. I think Higgins is that guy. It all depends on whether the Browns adjust. They need to start throwing short passes and get rid of the ball quickly. I mean, I don't. Everyone sees it. I don't understand how they're not making this adjustment. I do think they play well this week, though. I I think a lot of people are going to bench Baker Mayfield in. Uh, I think he could have a good game. I definitely like. Beckham Would you play this him in week. DFS? Um, if, Would yeah. You go, Baker, Baker and, and Beckham? Beckham. I would play Beckham, yes. Yeah. I don't know what his price is. I'm sure it's down, but 
No one's like, going to be. A, no one's playing Baker this week. I know. Maybe. I mean, you, it could be lighting money on fire again. You have to take that into account. <laughs> I'm not saying this is a lock. I just, it's one of those things where everyone's off them. Everyone saw them play on Monday night. They've been getting buried all week. They were embarrassed. So they're, Seattle's defense is just not what it was. And I don't think they generate enough pressure. But maybe the Browns' offensive line wakes them up, and, and they do. So there is risk. So I'm not saying it's a lock. Uh, and But if you play multiple lineups... Maybe in one because we know where people are going this week. It's Matt. How Ryan, much you think Kyler Baker Murray. Mayfield is? How much you think he is on DK? I yeah. haven't looked. I have no idea. I'm going to say fifty-four. You're that's why you're Adam Ronis. Really? That's how much he costs. Fifty-five hundred dollars. Okay, I swear I haven't looked at any price. You could get him or Andy Dalton. Dalton's not in a bad spot, man. Against the Ravens, they're t- I, the Ravens have allowed the second most yards per play this year in the NFL. Yeah, this is the Bengals, dude. All right. Epically bad. How much do you think Beckham is? Oh, this is a good one. I'd say 71. 6,800. I was going to go on and I was like, maybe he didn't fall. Wow. I, yeah, I would play him. I would. It's a pretty good deal. 6,800 for what you're getting there. But again, you know where the chalk is this week. Texans, Chiefs, Falcons, Cardinals. So I don't know if those, what the receivers are. What's Julio? Eight. Wow, really? Yeah. Damn it. I guess because of the matchup. Yeah, but I mean, do you think people will fade Julio? Or do you think they'll play Julio? He'll be eight? played. He'll be played. Michael Thomas is seventy-eight. Hopkins seventy-four. That's Thomas. Hot. Thomas will be low owned because Jalen Ramsey's going to play. Cooper Cup seventy-one. Cooper Ooh. seven. Tyreek Hill sixty-nine. If he plays, I think he'll be popular if he plays. Larry Fitzgerald sixty-one hundred. Yeah, he'll get he'll garner ownership that in that matchup. Well, right? Kirk will be back, though. But, yeah, I think he'll still get some ownership. Can you believe Sammy Watkins is 6,200? Why is that guy 6,200? I'm not playing him even if he's active. Do you like Tyler Lockett in that game against Cleveland going back? So you'd go, let's say, Wilson or Baker with Beckham and, and then a, a Lockett on the way back. Yeah, you can do that. I mean, I know the Browns look like they're going to get Greedy Williams and Denzel Ward back, but I don't care with Lockett. I mean, you just you need Cleveland to play well and put up points so Seattle passes a little bit more. All right, let me ask you this very important question. Would you rather your mother have named you Greedy Ronus or Taco Ronus? Mm, greedy. <laughs> Why'd you choose that one? I don't know. <laughs> you just don't want to be Taco? Uh, tacos, I guess it's not that bad. Taco Charlton, Taco Falls. I right, that's what I'm that saying. Bad. Tacos all over the place. Who, who, who even knew that about that? By the way, Taco yeah, but then Falls is 7-7. I'm going to be in a restaurant. I'm going to say, can I get four tacos? And I'm thinking, they want me. And then I'm going to get in trouble. Because I'm like, oh, she said she wanted a taco. And then you're going to be like, that's so, yeah. greedy. That's so greedy. That's you so greedy. Of you. They don't going to be on her. So I'm going to get in trouble. So yeah, eliminate taco. All right. No, it's going to create trouble. It's going to create trouble. How about trouble. Chalupa? You want to be Chalupa? Chalupa's nah. better. Okay, nah. We'll talk about it. All right. We'll be back with more right after this. <laughs> DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick 
and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. guys become the eighth person to win one million dollars in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament okay setting your lineups using the dailyroto.com DFS lineup optimizer or join the countless number of people who have won thousands of dollars each week playing DFS using dailyroto.com because if you're playing daily fantasy sports and you're not using dailyroto.com you are doing it wrong so sign up right now for the NFL annual pass with a faster optimizer smarter DFS projections and better results Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION, A-C-T-I-O-N, for a 10% discount, dailyroto.com, where millionaires are made. Wouldn't you like to be the eighth millionaire, Ronos? Definitely. I'd be the ninth. I'm cool with that. You could be the eighth. I'll be the ninth. I'm good. I'll be the 10th, 11th. Just let me know when. <laughs> that's all. Do you use optimizers? No, I mean, I'll look at ours uh, and just kind of see what it spits out just to see if there's a player that's 
on there that I wasn't thinking about and then kind of dig in and go, okay, why? You know, like, I, like I noticed for basketball, it constantly gave West Russell Westbrook like every time last year. And yeah, like, every, at 13,000, right. Yeah, man. And it's just, and then, the, you know, obviously jamming in the cheap guys and some of those cheap guys I wasn't feeling, so I'd exit out. So, I mean, I think it's good to look at, but I don't think you need to go and take it like it's gospel. I think it's a useful tool. So, like, say you decide – all right, here's my stack this week. Here's my quarterback. Here's who I'm running it back with. Here's my defense. All right, let me put that in and see what it gives. I do think, though, getting to NBA there for a second, that is the way to win, though. You get, like, two or three stars, and then you get the couple of cheap guys, and you fill them in. And if those guys are good, you win. I think it depends on the slate because, uh, obviously, we get some chalk on a given night where a point guard's out and this starting point guard is really cheap. So you're like, oh, I have to get him in. Um, I mean, look, a lot of nights you do want the stars. I mean, that's the difference between NBA and other sports is the elite player can have a bad game. Like Zeke did not live up to expectations last week. Kamar did not live up to expectations last week. It's very rare that James Harden or LeBron James with no minutes limit or Westbrook has a down night. And what's a down night for them? Now, 50 fantasy points, you know, that's the difference is because well, they're fa- both- foul trouble. I mean, do you ever think about foul trouble? That's more eh, more with Drummond and Embiid a little bit, but you do, you don't really see it much from LeBron and Harden. No, that's true. I guess your centers, you know, John Collins and guys like that. Oh, you got two early fouls, and then the guy screwed you the rest of the way. Yeah. So, no, yeah, NBA NBA is a little bit different. Uh, but you know, your stars in in the NFL can have bad games. It happens constantly. All right, let's talk about tonight's travesty, Adam. I mean, a game, excuse me. The Giants against New England. Ah, Give me a pathway, if it exists, for the Giants to be competitive. We won't even say win. How about competitive? If three-quarters of the New England team comes down with food poisoning right before the game. Mm, Interesting. I see where you're going with that. Yeah, uh, look, I, I don't see how you can. Uh, the, obviously, the Giants are extremely shorthanded. It's a short week. They're going on the road. Uh, initially, and I always say this all the time, I think there were reports yesterday, oh, the wind's going to be terrible. Now it's not going to be that bad. Just relax. Like, you can't know 24, 48 hours in advance with weather. Wait up until game time. We went through this, was it week two, I think, with the Chiefs in the rain? And what happened? Nothing. So All I can tell you is that it's always advantage to the offense because they know where they're going. Right, right? I th- so I never worry about it. I think it's just rain tonight. I think even the wind is down to like 15 miles per hour, which is not bad. Uh, so it's just, yeah, I don't see how the Giants win. I mean, you're basically, you, you'd you be stunned if they scored more than 14. I mean, if they get to 14. They so. brought up Austin Walter, Ronis, Okay, rice well, product. Well, there you go. Now uh, that changes things. I might have to move some money on the Giants uh, getting 17. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Would you tease it the other way and get 23? I still think I'd take the Patriots. Uh, yeah, you, you probably could do that. I do. Uh, the over-under did drop. It went from 46 to 41. So. Ooh, that's a big – because of the weather, you think, yeah, or just because everybody think, injured? Uh, I think it was more the weather. But, it, no, I think it's probably a combination of both. Would you move the line Because people are probably projecting the Giants to score six or seven. So then you go, all right, what is New England going to get? 35. 30? So, yeah, so that's under, so or close to under, so that's probably why. Can I tell you a good bet? Take an over-under and then tease it six points. And then, like like last, you know, then then, you know what I'm saying? So instead of 50, it's 44. 
Right. I mean, you're going to lose. I'll lose some odds, but right. I have a better but, chance of winning. But if you're going to do that, you do that for two or three games, make it a parlay, and then you'll make up for it. Correct. Correct. That's what I do sometimes. Yeah, I like that move. You know, take three right, it's games. Four, 42 and a half is the over-under. I'm okay, so now. now if I move that to 36, boom. And it still might not be a lock. What if the Patriots win 30 to nothing? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, I think if the, if the Giants score seven, you'd win on that one. You should, yeah. Right, because the Patriots are going to score 30, so there you go right there. But I, I like moving the lines around if I can. Yeah, I think uh, you can do that. Let's see if New England they've had they've had one game go under that number. That was the Bills game, was sixteen to ten. Everything else has been at least uh, thirty six. Oh well, the Pittsburgh game was thirty six week one. Hmm. That, see, that could happen. Would you be surprised if the score was thirty three to three tonight? I went in. No, I think thirty. That's why I, I, I like the under at forty two. That's why I want to drop six points. Yeah. I mean, because the or could you can you raise it? I, I mean, am I? Yeah, you I mean, can. Yeah, you so, can. You right, can so I can take forty. Put, I could tease it and put it to the other way, right? Yeah. The, you, so maybe that's plenty, a good move. Plenty of the ways you can uh, move it around, and obviously, the, I might take forty-two and make it forty-eight. There's no way that'd be under that. And go under forty-eight. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure though you're not going to get great odds on that. I can look it up as we speak. Forty-five to three. Can you see that? Uh yeah, but I don't. I don't know, man. The Patriots. Patriots. The one thing they've been disappointing for fantasy. I know. Outside I don't think they score forty-five. I, exactly. I think I would take that bet. What's the odds I can get on that, Adam? For under what was the number? Let me forty-eight. See. If I take it and, and tease right. it the other way. Uh, game lines. Let's see. So they have. So you want under forty-eight and a half? Yeah. Minus two forty. That's the oh. problem. So Oof. five five dollars to win seven ten. Yikes. That's the problem, yeah. That's not going to put the kids in college. But if you But you know what? That's actually any... a good bet, though. What? You know, maybe I'm being greedy. Five to win seven. You know, you do that every day. You're a winner. Yeah, it's going to take a while to profit, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take me three years. Here to you be go. A big winner. Under 56, minus 715. <laughs> $10 wins you 1140. I'm a winner, Ronis. Yeah, dollar forty profit. Great. Yeah, better than losing. Yeah, you, you can. I was gonna say you can get a cup of coffee. In a lot of places, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> How do you remember what two slices and a coke were when you were a kid? Oh yeah, it was phenomenal. It was like uh, three bucks. Be, yeah, it was three bucks, bucks when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. Three, I remember. I, I remember like pizza around the block, dollar twenty-five a slice. You know. Right. Now, now what like, is two slices and a coke? Seven bucks, eight yeah, bucks. It's crazy, right? Yeah, depending where you go. I mean, some places, New York, New Jersey, it could be like three dollars a regular slice. And then the Coke's got to be like a dollar fifty. Well, I don't drink Coke, so I don't know how much they cost. That's the one thing I completely stay away. Don't, but I realize the time—the only time I drink soda, Doc. When do you think it is? When you have pizza? No. Oh. With liquor. Oh, like rum and rum Coke? and Coke. Yeah, oh. I gotta, I gotta stop, man, because that's terrible. Vodka and Sprite. I or seltzer, probably. I gotta do. You know, the, I, I don't drink Coke anymore. I, I quit, I, which I I, have, you know I love Coke, but I do like it with pizza. Dude. Soda is one of the worst things. There's so much sugar in there, and I've stayed away from it since probably college. I drink it, honestly, maybe once or twice a year, but it's actually more because of the liquor. So I got to stop. I mean, I'd, ra- I'd rather liquor, drink. Liquor will kill you. That's, that, that's all sugar, too. I know, but I, I don't drink often. I really don't. And when I do, it's not a lot anymore. So, yeah, that's a lot of sugar in that stuff, too, man. It's just shots with lawyers. 
Yeah, I did. I, I, when I, I only had one shot last week. It was Jameson. That's it. All right. I'm just throwing it out there. All right. Carolina against Tampa Bay at 930. Will you wake up for this game? Yeah, I will. I'll be up reluctantly, but it's not a terrible game. I mean, I like watching the Bucks play. There's some Panthers to watch. I mean, I know we saw that game already, and it was kind of sloppy, but it was bad uh, weather conditions. It was a short week, and, and you know, Evans was ill. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll— Could this be a down—I don't know. Have you read about him against James Bradbury? I know. He's been terrible. Bradbury owns him. Oh, I know, but at the same time, though, in that game, he should have had a touchdown. He was open in the end zone, and he couldn't catch it. So if he catches that pass for a touchdown, we're looking at this a little differently. So, I look, if you have Evans, it's hard to sit him. Uh, and I got to think they make a more concentrated effort to get him the football this week. But this definitely looks more like a Chris Godwin week for sure. I think you're stuck because there's no way you can sit him. There's no way you can sit him, but you can't expect him to have a big. I game. have a team, and knowing you, I think if I tell you the receivers, you actually might tell me to sit Mike Evans. All right, go ahead. Uh, okay, let me. I'm trying for uh, to, for memory. Uh, Juju, like it. Tyler Boyd. Mm-hmm. DJ Chark. Mm. I'm never sitting him again. That's what I, and this will be the week that he gets shut down. Right. I don't I don't think so, but you know how that works. Uh let's see. Uh Will Fuller, Larry Fitzgerald, DJ Moore, Josh Gordon. And I I can play five of those. You Which five Josh would Gordon? you play? Josh Gordon should score tonight. I know, but Tyler Boyd might see Marlon Humphrey in a uh, in a shadow thing. So all right, so there you go. So you got Evans tough matchup, Boyd tough matchup. So Juju, you got to worry about the quarterback. Can you sit Juju? Maybe you sit Juju. Maybe Casey Hayward will cover him. Well, I guess the decision tonight. I just need to decide: Do I play Josh Gordon? I'm mixed on it because yeah, it's a good matchup. But I what like if... Josh Gordon. Can't you see Josh Gordon getting like six for eighty in a touchdown? Yeah, I could also see Jacoby Myers doing that and Julian Edelman doing that. Mm. It's it's risky with no, the Patriots. No, I see, I see what you're saying. But it is a great matchup. It's a tough call, man. Obviously, I have to make it in the next few hours. The Giants secondary could be one of the worst I've ever seen. I know. That DeAndre Baker, I'm so glad they traded up in the first round to get him. It was such a good pick. <laughs> I, I really am I'm blown away by how good it was. Yeah, they've been pretty bad. Uh, I think people are expecting Gordon to score tonight. Oh, my God. Do you think Gettleman actually looks like a genius, by the way, with Daniel Jones? But well, his other we'll picks are terrible. It's still his early. other picks are terrible. It's only three three games, though. We, oh the, still jury, still out on Jones. That's a good point. All right, back with more fantasy football right after this. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. the 80s flashbacks on us. I actually listened to that on Sirius. 80s on 8 and 90s on 9. Do you listen to that? No, I don't. But I do like a lot of the 90s hip-hop. You and I have the same taste. It's amazing in music. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> very, very similar. It's so eerie. I just don't even know how it's how we, how we did it. We're like twins like that. All right, Ronis, go Go through the games for me. Tell me uh, on the, your DraftKings uh, thing here. Let's give a over and under and point spreads. What do we got? Uh, so tonight, Patriots favored by 16.5, over under 42.5. I would take I'll, – I'll go Patriots. I'll lay the 17. I think most people will. I got to think that's where most of the money is going. But sometimes you just have to say, you know what? It makes sense. Who cares where the public money is? I'd move that line to 11 and guarantee and lock that down for for life. And then the uh, Patriots win 20 to 10, and you're like, what happened? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that almost happened last week. I did that move and against the the, the Redskins. I locked it at 11, and it was 12-7 at halftime. I'm like, seriously? Yeah, I couldn't believe that, too. I'm like, uh, really, New England? Come on. Uh, Panthers favored by two and a half in London, over under 47. That's a tight one. I think 
Do you like the over? Do you like the over or the under in that one? I think I like the over. I like the over. I do too. Yeah. I don't. I wouldn't touch the game though. Do you think who wins? Uh, I will say Tampa wins. Interesting. So you like the money line? At plus one fifteen on the money line. So that's not bad. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cincinnati and Ravens. What we got? Ravens by eleven over under forty seven and a half. Ooh. I don't know. Maybe that game will be closer than we think. Uh, but I would. T- I would take the Bengals. You would. You take the eleven. Yeah. Would you make it seventeen? Yeah. All right. What's what can I? I could get a lot for that, right? Making it seventeen. I don't know, man. Let's see. Making it seventeen. Bengals getting seventeen. Uh, minus two forty-five. So no. What do I get if it's just money line? Straight Bengals up. Are, yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, plus four twenty-five. That's not bad. That is well, not bad at all. But yeah. I don't think the Bengals win. <laughs> <laughs> I think they keep it close because the Ravens' defense isn't good. All right, Seattle, Cleveland. What we got? Seattle is favored by two and uh, over under forty-six. I like Cleveland. I do too. I think they win this game. I do too. I think I can. I get it. What's the money line on that? Plus one ten. What a joke! Come on, guys. I mean, they're home though. But yeah, you'd expect. I'm not retiring on that. I know. I need need to find something. You know where I can get good odds? I usually get good odds on tennis, Ronas. Like when Naomi Osaka played Serena, it was like I don't know, two hundred eighty to one or something like that. Yeah, you would have definitely racked up there. Yeah, for sure. All right, Texans, Chiefs. The Chiefs are favored by four, over under fifty five. That game should be an over, shouldn't it? Yeah, I would take the over. I mean, I guess there's some question just because the Chiefs' offense has not looked the same the last two weeks, but they're home. I got to think this is a back-and-forth affair. Uh, Tyree Kill could be back. That will help. So, And I Carlos Hyde is no more than Mack. No, he's not. Uh, I think if there's – probably this is the week, though, that I'm most optimistic about him, and I – Oh, I do. I have them in a uh, in that Raz Bowl thing. I have them. So you don't set lineups. It's best ball for now. I like him a little bit. I like him on FanDuel. No, yeah, I put him in my sneaky starts article. That's on si.com right now. Because because you got to figure they're going to attempt to run the football, and he has been getting double digit touches. And the way I look at it is, he's a good bet to score a touchdown this week because they're going to move the ball and they get inside the five. They're going to give him an opportunity. I don't hate Duke Johnson this week either. Yeah, I agree. I think maybe this is... Uh, I have no idea what they're doing with Duke Johnson. Every time I watch him touch the football, he looks good. He's picking up yards. I just don't and then, understand and they don't, it. And then they don't give it to him again for another like 20, 20 plays. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. It, I, I don't know. I can't figure it out. If you have the answer, let me know because I, I don't see what's going on. You know how, how I wouldn't give a crap if Bill O'Brien was fired? Yeah. I wouldn't give a crap if Bill O'Brien was fired. I think that guy's so overrated. And he's making moves uh, as the GM, which is terrible. Yeah. All right, Joel in Buffalo, what's up, dude? How's it going? Good, how are you? Uh, pretty good. It's got a quick um, start-sit question. Um, I'm in a um, half point for reception, bonus points for long touchdowns. I need to sit one of these guys, Evans, Edelman, um, and Sanders. I need well, I'm not, sitting, I'm not sitting Edelman. Diggs Ronis, so. And Diggs. Oh, so. I'm not sitting Diggs either. And you said Emmanuel Sanders? Yes. Yeah, I'd sit him against Tennessee. Low-scoring game. He's been quiet lately. 
I would sit him. I don't see a long touchdown from him either. Okay. So Edelman and Dix. Yeah, those are the two guys I would play for sure. Okay. Okay. okay thanks, guys. Good luck. You got okay. it. All right. Saints, Jaguars. What are we looking at, Adam? We got the Jags are favored here at home uh, by one and a half. Now, and that feels like a sucker play because people are going to take the Saints. Yeah, I think I would take the Jags, man. I think I will, too. I like and it. It looks like Jalen Ramsey is going to play. Well, Condit was smart. He basically had a powwow with him, and now it's going to be, see how you feel, Jalen. Make nicey-nicey. It'll be fine. Smart move. Smart move by Con. Yeah, and, and then Jalen also said, yeah, I'm going to listen to my body. So yeah. <laughs> we'll see. But Ronis, I need to listen to my body. I need to take the rest of the show off. Bye. I need to take the rest of the year off. Bye. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Eagles, Vikings. What do we have? We've got the, uh, let's see, Vikings are favored by three and a half. The over-under is 44. I'm not touching this game with a 20-foot pole. Yeah, this is a tough one. I mean, with the three and a half, I might take Philly, but I wouldn't. I don't feel good about it. No, don't feel good about it at all. It's just one of those games that could go either way. If Cousins doesn't throw, what happens? I, too many things I can't predict. Yeah, Philly could get a pick six. You know, they could have success throwing the ball. The Vikings could have success throwing the ball. It's a very, very tight game. All right, Redskins-Dolphins. Redskins are favored by three and a half. I will not say that again the rest of the year. Uh, and the over-under is 41 and a half. I'm not I, touching that game either, dude. I'm not touching it. Uh, this is rough. Yeah, th- this is, these are two terrible teams that when you see that, you kind of just stay away or you take the points. But I don't see how you can feel great about Miami. I, I do think there's some uh, fantasy plays here this week, though. I do, too. I think Peterson and McLaurin are fantasy plays for sure. Yeah, I even think Kenyon Drake is sneaky. Am I yeah. using him? No, I don't have him anywhere. But I, you know, this could be a week where he actually does get you know 15 touches. Uh, I like Preston Williams. So, yeah, I think there's a there's actually fantasy plays in this game. All right, 49ers Rams. What do you got? The Rams are favored by three and a half, which I think people will be surprised by, and the over under is 50 yeah. and a half. So watch. I think people take the 49ers. And I think the Rams win. I do, too. I'm going to take the Rams. I'm going to write that down. I like that. I like when people think they're going to go one way. All right, Atlanta, Arizona. The Falcons are favored by three, over under 51. This is a great game for fantasy. It's going to be very popular in DFS, and you could understand why. What I, if I, what, would you touch the over? What if I dropped it six points and then went bet the over? Oh, yeah, you can do that. I think I would still take the over. I mean, with the way Atlanta and Arizona are playing defensively and the pace, you know, Matt Ryan has thrown for 300 yards in every game this year. And Kylo Murray is a top 10 fantasy quarterback. The biggest problem for this team is stalling in the red zone. But if they can figure that out, it's taking some time. This might be a week where you see Kylo Murray get three to find the red zone. Yeah, no, yeah. I like it. No, I, I think yeah, this is you you have to have some exposure to that game if you're playing DFS. You have to. I totally agree with that. And and I might have a lot of exposure to it. I mean, Austin Hooper is going to be oh. one of the most popular plays this week cuz we all know about Arizona the tight end. It didn't work out last week. But again, it's Tyler Eifert. We all knew that was going to be a, a fail possibly. Well, because Andy Dalton's throwing the football around us. Well, Eifert it wasn't even on the field that much either. That's the other thing. He's not a full-time player. So what does that tell you about Cincinnati? 
No, Doesn't that tell you everything I, you need to know about no, Cincinnati? No, Eifert's not that good. He can't move anymore. No, I know. But when, you, when the other team's the worst team in the league against the tight end and you don't even put the tight end in the field, what does that tell you? That Eifert is done. Like, All right, Dallas and the Jets. What do you got? The Cowboys are favored by seven over under 44. Not touching it. I'm not either because I think the Jets could cover. I, I'm I'm glad that Chris Herndon is out this week since I don't need him, uh, but I hope he does come back. But, yeah, the Jets, I don't know. It's weird because the Cowboys really have to show something this week. After that miserable performance last week, they really have to come out and reestablish and show that they are a true contender. But I am a little worried about the Jets with Sam Darnold out there. I think he does boost that offense. Titans, Broncos, what do you got? Uh, boring game. Uh, Broncos favored by two, over under 40 and a half. Titans play better on the road for yeah. some reason, right? I mean, <laughs> I think I like Tennessee and I want to take some, I'll tease points and take eight. I would, yeah, I think I would take the Titans too. I don't feel great about it. You think Denver could beat anybody by 10? Uh, by 10? No, no, I'm talking about two and a half. No, I said I'm going to tease, tease it. Uh, Six points. I'll get eight. I'll get eight and a half. Yeah, you can do that. But again, the juice is not going to be favorable. Don't worry about the juice. I'm okay. going to play like eight games. I'll be juicy. You're going to play eight games and then I'll be juicy. Win six, I'll be very juicy. double your money? Yeah, exactly. I'll be very juicy. All right, Steelers, Chargers. The Chargers are favored by six and a half. And it's hard for me to take the Chargers over anyone by that much right now. I know we don't know about the Steelers quarterback. How about Steelers money line? Plus 250. Not bad. That, that's not actually not that bad. It's the Chargers, man. Can you trust that team? No. I don't hate the Steelers or money line there. But like it sounds like there's a possibility that Rudolph plays, man. I actually like him better with Hodges than Rudolph. And I think the yeah, and I think the money line would move more favorable towards the Steelers if uh, Hodges is in there. I would think because you know how people are. Oh, it's the third string quarterback. Right, I think I no could get chance. minus. Maybe I could get minus three hundred, plus three hundred. Uh, plus three hundred. Excuse me. I don't know if it moves that far, but I think it could. If he's named the starter, I'm going to track. I want to track that. So it's plus two fifty now. If he's named the starter, it, I could see it going plus two seventy five. I don't like how the Chargers look at all. They do so this. The, every the Steelers year. don't travel well. Well, there's going to be a ton of Steeler fans at that game. There's no fan base for the Chargers there. And the Steelers fans travel very well. Guarantee you that stadium is going to be at least half, if not more, Steelers fans. Watch. Isn't that the most embarrassing? It is. I feel, yeah. I, you know, I feel bad for the Chargers, man. Uh, well, the, the players. I mean, that stadium they're playing in and the lack it's of soccer. It's a soccer stadium. Yeah, man. It's a joke. I feel bad. What, is, mean, Ingle, what is Inglewood getting built? Uh, when it, I don't know. When is it supposed to open? Is it next year? Yeah, I thought 20, it was. It could be yeah, like two years from now. Yeah, it sucks, man. I mean, to play in that stadium right now, it, like you have no home field advantage. You just don't. And I'm telling mm -hmm. you, that building is going to be mostly Steeler fans on Sunday night. Watch. Well, the Steelers, Steelers are like the Red Sox. They travel well. Oh, they do. They're they're everywhere. Cowboy fans, I think, travel well too. Summer 2020. So there you go. One more season of this crap. Hmm. And what about? What about Lions Packers? What do you got? Packers by four and a half over under forty seven. I like the Lions. Rose. I would too. Four and a half, I would take them. I, I, yeah, because you know what? If they can just get a lead, they will run that game to death. Yeah, and hopefully they learn what has worked against Green Bay is just run the football down their throat. So right, which the Dallas couldn't do because they went down by a uh, four hundred in the first half. Yeah, don't remind me. That could have been. 
I, I, I was out with my son for the first half, and I came back at halftime, and I was like, oh, what's the score? And I saw 17 nothing. I was shocked. Shocked. Yeah, it was terrible. They couldn't stop Aaron Jones, and they couldn't do anything offensively. Oh, I want to tell you something about Aaron Jones. You have a second when we come back? More than a second, a couple oh, minutes. All right, for you, I have a couple minutes because I, I, will, I, I realized I may know very little about fantasy football, and somebody educated me, so I'll let you know about it, okay? I'll let you know what it is and why I know so little when full-time fantasy returns right after this. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Good tune there, Ronis. Yes, I hear this a lot. Yeah. All right, so I got this tweet, Ronis. From a, from a guy who was trolling me. You know how when I, people ask me questions that other people decide to answer? Yeah. So this guy, I, so he goes, this is the biggest fraud of all time. You're a bitch for real if you think the person getting Aaron Jones here wins this trade, especially considering the positional scarcity of tight end. That's what he writes to me. I, just was, I was going to write back something like, you're right. I think you're, I should quit what I'm doing. Maybe I shouldn't play fantasy football anymore. Thank you for your opinion. Is that obnoxious if I write that? No, that's fine. Why, why, why do people feel like it's okay for them to troll onto somebody else's account? I don't know, man. People just have a lot of time on their hands. They're hateful. They're jealous. They want, it, they want the job. I, I don't know. I mean, you see it all the time. You know, everyone thinks they know more than all of us. And not, we're not sitting here saying that we know everything, but putting in a lot of time and research and looking at stats and watching games and formulating opinion. And there's a lot of people that don't have the time to do that, but you know, now, to, the guys, the to the guy's credit, the guy who asked me the original question, apologize for this guy trolling me. He goes, Why sorry, he... doc. I don't know. He goes, sorry, doc. I don't know who this guy is. Ah, he doesn't like, need to apologize. It's not his fault. No, no, I know, but I thought it was at least it was a classy move for him to say, "Look, I don't know who this guy is, and I don't know why he's interrupting a, co- a quick question." Would you ever, if somebody wrote, if some, if somebody wrote Jake Seely a question, would you lump onto it? Would you care? No, if they just asked him and didn't include me. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't jump in. I don't know how people jump in like that. I mean, do they just follow accounts like that? I don't know, man. I, it's hard to get into the mind of a lot of people out there. I know. I try. I don't know. I just find it confusing. I find there's too much hatred on social media. Adam. Why can't we oh, be nice is. to each other? Well, it's never going to happen. It's a lot of hate. Did you see that whole thing with Ellen and uh, George Bush? Yeah. Did you see that? Got a lot of heat for it. Yeah. yeah for sitting next a, to Bush at the Cowboy game? Who cares? I know. I know. But it's, we live in a world now where like everything is so scrutinized. It's insane. Yeah. I, I you don't can't care. do anything. You can't do, you can't do anything without a negative reaction nowadays. I know. Just let's be nice to each other. That's all. I don't ask. Not, it's not going to happen. <laughs> you can wish it all you want. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. All right, ruin my day, Rona. Seriously, bring all me right. down more. <laughs> hey, you want me to? You want me to sugarcoat things in line? Yes. Yeah, it's everything's yeah. great. Unicorns, balloons, Skittles. Yeah, Leprechaun. let's get along. <laughs> all right, guys. Doctor Rona saying, "Be well, take care, keep right here for another hour of Mr. Leprechaun." Happy Adam Ronas with you right after this. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.